Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Come on, y'all. I said that a little bit wrong this morning, but I'm tired. I just came out the gym. I'm a little out of sorts right now, but it's okay. I'll pull it together. But let me tell you something, man. I got a clear-cut message for you today. I really do. You know, um, as I've gotten older, I've... um began to take some supplements. And supplements are uh, to help your body in things that it doesn't produce as much as it used to. 
you know, you got to take a vitamin supplement, this mineral supplements, because just, you know, vitamin D supplement, because vitamin D is important. And, you know, as you get older, sometimes your body doesn't produce it at the rate that it used to. And so you take supplements. You, you know, you got herbs that can help you out with digestion, ginger, you know, things like that. You got, it's, it's a lot of things out there. Once you start talking to people that's in and know at health food stores and things of that nature, and if you're going in there and you don't, you're having trouble with this or you, you're feeling like you're not, your eyesight ain't quite what it was, you're trying to get your hair and your nails together and they tell you to try biotin or something like that or or your joints is feeling a little achy and they recommend glucosamine and chondrogen and, you know, stuff like supplements. And I've, I take supplements all the time. Supplements are designed to help you replenish what's been depleted in your body as supplements. Now, you, there are people I can tell you can speak a lot more aggressively and a lot more knowledgeable on this subject, but just giving you a, just a brief overview of my understanding of it. Now, if you've been living your life for a while, supplements are necessary for most of us. Now, also, if you've been living your life for a while, spiritually, you may need some supplements because you've just been at it for a while. You done got wore down a little bit. You're tired. Some people around you ain't changing. Some people around you draining. It's just life just keeps on coming. Life don't ever get no easier. It just you become more knowledgeable about how to handle it. It does not get any either easier. You continue to lose love. You continue to have to confront the challenges. It's just that over a course of time, you become experienced and you can handle them better. But life don't get no easier. But spiritually, you get a little bit worn down. Well, you need some spiritual supplements too. And I'm just going to flat out tell you, the more God that you can replenish yourself with, the higher the dosage of God that you are willing to put into your spiritual self, the possibilities then become limitless. You actually have the ability to make a conscious decision to supplement your body, and you have a conscious decision to supplement your spirit. You can do both. So what I did was, I, I could just tell you what I did. I was taking all these supplements. I started taking supplements when I was about 45, I think. That's when I began. I, I, I was thinking about it one day, and I just went, wow, man. I started talking to some knowledgeable people. I found out I needed these things. But then spiritually, man, I started supplementing myself too. I started praying some more. I started trying to gain a little bit more knowledge and wisdom and understanding from scriptures and just try to make make sense of all of it, you know, just just make a little bit more sense out of my life, make sure that I was on the right path. As a matter of fact, get on the right path 
find out my real purpose and my mission in life. Nobody can do that for you. That's something that you have to want to do. But I started supplementing my spiritual side of my life and supplementing my body. Now, I happen to be right now about in the best shape I've ever been in, technically. I can assure you, though, I am in the best shape spiritually I have ever been in. Now, my body has looked better. It really has. I mean, come on now. At where I am in life, at the stage, with the years I've been walking this earth, man, I'm cool. But spiritually, I'm in the best shape I've ever been in. And what it's done for me, y'all, is it's gave me a peace and a calmness. You know, it used to be, man, I used to fight so hard against people who attacked me. Now, man, it, it, ain't, it ain't that serious to me. Because now I have a full understanding that if I come under attack, that God is with me. Because that's a promise he made. That's Isaiah 54, 17. That's, that's, the, that's the, any weapon formed against you, any weapon formed against you shall not prosper. You can't, you, you can't come and get me. It's, it's an, I'm not here for you to take down because you didn't put me here. So why would I fear a person bringing me down when they're not the reason that I'm here? So when you attack me, you have to be careful. Because I ain't ever by myself. I formed a relationship with the most high that I can rely on for protection, for coverage, and for peace. A lot of times when things used to stress me out, how to run this, how to handle this, how to deal with that. You know, fame is rough, man. And then you put that together with some business and you put that together with your family. You got a lot of stuff you're trying to tend to. I have a peace of mind about it now. Because I have someone who provides me with a sense of understanding and calmness that lets me know that this too shall pass. That it ain't just a saying that I heard old people say. That it ain't just something my mama used to tell me. It's something that can really happen once you get an understanding. This too shall pass. This is just another piece of life that you are now better equipped to handle. I'm telling you what it's done for me. Oh, millions of people out there hear me, man, has done the same thing for them. I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling it new to some people, but there's some people that show enough understand what I'm saying. And then if you, if you have known this but kind of forgot it, it's time for some supplements. So when you get like that, and, and now you find yourself in a situation with a disease or something, you got to do something. Nah, you got to start juicing all your greens. You got to start detoxing your body. You got to start purifying the system. See, the human body has always had a way to repair itself if you just give it a chance. Your mind has always had a chance to repair itself if you give it a chance. And your spirit always has a chance to repair itself if you give it a chance. It's the only way I can maintain at this level, and it's the only way I have any chance of going further. I have to increase my dosage of spiritual supplements. I got to talk to God a little bit more. I got to pray a little bit more. I got to understand his word a little bit more. That's all I'm telling you, man. If you do that, if you just pray more, if you just study a little bit more, man, just try to get an understanding. Ask him to help you understand. 
it will open up the possibilities of your life to into a realm you never could have imagined. I'm telling you, that's real, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, bun girl, look here. Mm-hmm. You are listening. Country it up. To, okay, country <laughs> boy. Country it up, man. Hey, listen. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and have your attention, please. You're listening to um, WCORN, where we do coin better than anybody. <laughs> this is the uh, Stevie. This is the Stevie Morning Show. Um, this is uh, Slick and Illos's baby boy. He's the youngest of five out of Welch, West Virginia. Holler number nine. Uh, they don't make no more like him. We're doing the show as uh, countries. Doing a country morning show this morning. We're taking over all that old, all that adult contemporary R&B. <laughs> we doing bluegrass. Hooping and, and hollering and yelling and stuff. And you know, all, all that. that. We, 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 doing, we, we doing it our way now, Not baby. Not doing this is it like... here today. And so just wanted to welcome everybody to the show this morning. Morning, ladies. Morning, Steve. No, don't want you to try to participate. Okay, this ain't good. what you do. Just be your natural self. It's not it's what gonna, the show does. It's going to get real hokey in a minute. I'm going to have to cut this other one out, too, because he's loud. Good morning, Steve. Hello, Shirley. How is you today? I am fine, thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. Carly? Yes, good morning. Welcome, welcome, Chickadee. Thank welcome you. to the show. Chicken. Junior. Morning, up. That's the voice I like right there. <laughs> Committed to pimping. <laughs> Hello, Jay. Good morning, Steve. I'd like to do a shout-out to Billy Hartford. He lost his hog last night. We're up late last night with a hog hunt. How you doing, Steve? Right there. He's loud, <laughs> like I said. And, of course, my brother. Hello, brother. <laughs> Good morning, brother. How you doing? <laughs> Well, it's all good today. We're doing this show, uh, representing, sitting in for Steve. We've never let one in our house before, but I tell you what, family feud, we let him in. If you gotta have one, he's the guy to let in. I tell you what, he's, he's a, that, that fella right there has a look on his face sometimes. I like him. I tell you what, my mama likes him. He's the kind of guy you can hang out with. Nobody say a damn thing about it. You know what? His, my mama likes him, and it's just—he's a—he's a nice but boy. You know, he say whatever come on his mind. Nice dresser, my, 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 nice. my cousin and my wife, who are the same person, love him too. I tell you that. That's a, that's a, that's natural. That's natural here. I mean, and most people got that in their families. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, you, know. you say love. meet my cousin and my wife, and it's one person. That's Stand right. There. And I tell you something else he's done too. Come out with that show with them kids on. It. Oh, that show is hilarious. Yeah, boy, I'm telling you what, that little or big shot. Hilarious. That thing there, boy. That thing there. That's I, a good I picture. I picture turd. What? <laughs> Trying not to laugh at that thing I'm, right there. What you wait? What you say? You Please heard don't make me. Repeat you that. what? When that guy Please gets them kids to go in, man, my depends are full. I'm here to tell oh. you. <laughs> Cause I can't miss a beat. We'll come back with the show, and it'll be regular when we come back. We ain't gonna do this, y'all, all day. Well, thank you, Jesus. Uh-uh. Don't say it again. He picture what? You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for something funny. Uh... When you know it's time to go back to church. It's time what? to go back to church. You, yeah. you know when it's time to go back to church. Okay. This is the setup uh-huh. of when you know it is time to take your butt back, back to, to church. church. You, you've you know. I mean, you, wait, you get up and you go, whoa, I need to go get. <laughs> somebody need to lay hands on me yeah, right now. Jesus. Re- Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, how did I get here? When you wake up and you with somebody and you don't know their name. It is time to wow. go back to church. Wow. Who, who you? <laughs> wow. Talk about backslide. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. How long we been laying? <laughs> Why I got handcuffs on? <laughs> you got one, Junior? Yeah. You know it's time to go back to church when you wake up and there's bite marks all over your body. Mm. Oh you can't explain none of them. <laughs> who? I'm doing too much. I'm doing yeah, too much. You, you know it's time to church. go back to church. You know it's time to go back to church, man. When you wake up and you got her phone on. <laughs> God. <laughs> what the hell? We were Why do I have this song? And it's backwards. <laughs> you, you, got, you got the front part in the back. And the, and the back part in the front. <laughs> That's a crazy visual. Jesus, help me. Yeah, that's a crazy visual right there. You got one? It's time for you to go back to church when you're starting to look at your boy's grandmama and starting to feel something. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. Now. You need to go pray. Miss Gladys. Ooh, ooh, Miss Inez, girl. You done something to me. I never felt this way like this before. All right, here's one. You know it's time to go back to church. When you see spank marks on your behind and you don't know how they got there. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can't tell. Yeah. You can't tell. It's time to go back to church. Excuse me, did you, did you spank me? No, in it's a man hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty rough, there, Jack. That's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. What you got, dude? I tell you, there's another way you know it's time to go to church. This actually happened to me. I went the next day. When your lights, water, and gas get turned off on the same day. <laughs> you can't do nothing. Yeah, it's time to doing? go uh-huh. back to church. You know it's time to go back when you wake up. <laughs> and your whole chest is pierced. Oh! oh ouch! Yeah. And I get piercings <laughs> on me. <laughs> oh, I need the Lord. Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. Back church. <laughs> Steve? <laughs> Come on, Steve. It's time for you to go back to church. <laughs> You've been arguing with this fine girl for an hour and a half. Uh-huh. Trying to convince her that ain't no way y'all can be cousins. <laughs> it, it's, it's time to go. We're not really cousins, man. Come on. How now. you figure that? <laughs> it's, we're about down to the fifth. The fifth. Yeah, okay. All right, it's That's time crazy. to go back to church. You know, it's time to go back to church when you wake up with a tattoo that says Veronica. And you don't know nobody named Veronica. <laughs> 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 it's time to go back to church. <laughs> it's time to go back to church. When you start stalking anybody on Little Women of LA, I'm talking about them everywhere they at. Tanya. Tanya. Hey. Tanya is fine, though. She is fine. Hey, I'm over there looking for Tanya is fine. It's time to go back to church. 
You had a wonderful night with a woman. <laughs> you wake up and pass by the bathroom, and she's standing up peeing. <laughs> What the hell happened here? <laughs> what the hell happened? Yeah. Who is that? <laughs> Help me, Lord Jesus. Come on, Steve. <laughs> you wake up in the morning. This is how you know it's really. So you got to go. I back. know. <clears throat> you wake up in the morning. Yeah. It's eight. <laughs> eight open condom wrappers <laughs> in the bed. You have no idea how they got there. Eight. Eight of them. Eight, eight condoms. Eight. <laughs> you you did that, though. Yeah, you, did. <laughs> you did that, you though. Can't explain. Yeah, you did the damn yeah. thing. Not Harry. necessarily, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's time to go back to church. Mm-hmm. When you wake up with a glass eye. And <laughs> <laughs> <In> your palm. <laughs> you holding a glass eye. <laughs> out of nowhere? Out of nowhere. It's time to go back to church. You right? keep running around looking at other yeah, people. Yeah. Where did I get a glass eye? <laughs> it's really time to go back to church. Okay. When you wake up outside in somebody else's driveway, you have no idea what neighborhood you're in. That's, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty. Yeah, that is. That's yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty that rough. Who is, who is that's this? pretty rough. Yeah. All right. I mean, take the come on. You know, it's it's time to go back to church. Mm-hmm. When you wake up and everybody around you got Klu Klux Klan hoods on. <laughs> Man, what the hell did I do? What did I do last night, man? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Time for you to go back to church. You wake up. You got a pentagon <laughs> drawn on your chest. <laughs> and you got a book entitled 10 Cool Things About Satan. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, you need to get your well, prayer. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah, right. yeah. right. You know it's time to go back to church. You know it's time to go back to church when you wake up with peanut butter all over your body. What? <laughs> no jelly. No jelly. <laughs> Coming up next, uh, nephew Tommy's run that prank back. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our national news and headlines. But first, nephew is up with his run that prank back. What you got, Neff? You bouncing checks at the church. Oh, wow. Ooh. Y'all know who you are. Yeah. That's you bouncing your... checks at the church. Is that your Christian voice? Oh. Because you uh, upset. You uh-huh. bouncing checks at the church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's doing the jam on us. Okay. <laughs> here it is. Hello. Uh, hello, I'm trying to reach a Monica, Sister Monica, please. Who's calling? This is uh brother uh brother Deshaun. I'm calling actually I'm a member um at a Greater Missionary Baptist Church. How can I help you? You we as uh, I'm calling you actually about the offering now. Did you you I know you paid your tithes, but you also um Yeah, paid I pay a, my tithes every Sunday. Okay. Now you paid a love offering as well, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Now this past Sunday um I'm looking at a check that you left us with bank. Right, right. I sure did. I wrote a check Sunday. Okay, now the check, ma'am, was two hundred 
and fifty dollars. Am I correct? Right, right. I wrote two checks for my tithes and the love offering. Right. I wrote one for two fifty for the love offering. Okay, now, ma'am, I don't. I, I, I know. First of all, how, you know, I, I didn't ask you. How's your day going? You doing all right? My day is fine. How about yours? <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 I'm. Like I said, I'm blessed. Now, but, but what is this call regarding? Why are you calling me? Well, what I wanted to tell you is that I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but your your check that you wrote for two fifty actually has bounced. And, and you, wait a minute, you said my check bounced for two hundred and fifty dollars. Your check bounced. So what what I'm doing is calling you about recouping the two fifty, as well as you know you you cost us thirty dollars uh, uh, in bank fees. Wait, behind. wait a minute now. I wrote two checks. I wrote a check for a hundred dollars. Did that one bounce? I don't see to it that, that that one bounced. All I know is the one that the love offering has bounced. Well, did you put them in at the same time? Because I wrote them at the same time. They all go in on Monday, ma'am. Now, I didn't put them in at the same time. I've been putting them in for the last two, three years. The problem is, why would people write these? What is your name? I'm Brother Deshaun. And you was there this Sunday? I was there. I don't think it matters when I was there, ma'am. The problem is, is that I didn't put these checks in, and I don't understand why y'all write these checks to the church, wait a minute, wait a knowing what that they gonna y'all bounce. Write these checks. There's a lot of people My write checks these. Are good. Well, not, I don't what, write bad checks. Well, why do we? One clear. Why the other one didn't clear? Maybe you didn't have enough money for both of them to clear. What? The, what did you just say? Maybe you didn't have enough money in the bank for both of them to clear. And I don't understand why people I write got these. I plenty t- money in the bank. And all my checks clear. I don't write no damn rubber checks. Well, you wrote one on Sunday, and that's the problem. How are you going to try to give a look? Wait a minute. I think you got me confused with somebody else. I don't write no bad checks. You done I'm wrote this. I'm trying to be nice to you. I'm trying to be nice to you. When can we expect the 250 plus the $30? So you we wait, $30? That's the bank fees, ma'am, for the doggone check bouncing. My check didn't bounce. I'm going to check my bank, and if my check clear, you're going to pay me $30 for calling me, harassing me about a $250 check bounce. I don't write no damn Why would you check. write check? What, you you want to sit up in the church and write these big number checks when you know you ain't got it in the bank? What, what the f*** did you say? I said, why would you write these checks when the money ain't in there? Let me tell you one thing. I don't write no bad checks, and you got a lot of calling me telling me my check bounced. Your check is the one that has bounced. And I'll you... tell you what you do. Since my check bounced, you pay the since you got all the money. And don't call me with this again. <laughs> call her back, cat. Call her back. Hello? Don't you hang up on me no more. When are we going to get this 250 and this $30? No. Who is that you? Somebody from the church talking about I wrote a bad check. I don't write no You did write a bad check. check. I didn't write no bad check. Yes, you Wait did. A Why are you calling me? Why the treasure don't call me at church? The treasure is the busy. Deacon, I ain't never know the deacon call nobody about no bad check. Your <laughs> is full of Thank you. You got the damn money. I, I ain't got. I, who in the hell is that in the background? Who is that? Never mind who it is. We both go to the same church. And you going to call me to my I wrote a bad check. You don't you call me no more, and if the check bad, you pay it, okay? Do pastor know you talking like this? Do pastor know you calling me? Can you answer that? I, look, when are we going to get this 250 This $280 is what we looking for from you. I wrote a check for 250 and the, You will and not get 280 you, you put the $30 with it. You put 250 in there, it bounced. $30 cost us on bank fees. That's 280 When can the church expect their money? Never, not no two eighty. You will never get two eighty. You gonna make me and come by your and my check then? 
What did you say? I'm going to do what? You're going to make me come by your house and get this money. Bring your on. Bring it. Bring your on. What is the address on Look this on check? check? I got it off the check. No, well, you bring your on. I bet you you'll be limping back. I'm, and I'm watching you. You better not be spending no money nowhere. You better not spend nothing till I get this two fifty plus thirty. I'm whatever I want to. Okay. No, you and don't. You yes, know what? I am, and you don't call me no more with this because my check did not bounce. I don't see how one check went through and the other bounced. Let me say this to you: We cannot accept you back into the house of the Lord no more until. What did you say? You are not. Don't you come in there Sunday until I'm we get. I'm coming to, up in there Sunday, and uh, I'm gonna make sure I find your. Because you the person I want to see. You go. And you know what? I'm going to call the pastor right now and ask him. Because I don't believe my check bounce. You full of Well, let me say this before you call pastor. I no, got... no, I'm going to call pastor. No, you should have talked with pastor before you call me with this information. I got one more thing I need what to say you, to you. You ain't got nothing to say to me. You done upset me with this I... I'm talking about I bounced a check. You should have went to pastor before you called me with this I'll tell pastor when I get. But I got one more thing to say before I leave. Is you listening? What, what do you got to say to me? What do you have to say now that you're going to pay the check? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> Baby. This what did is, you say? <laughs> what did you say? I say, this is Nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend has pranked you. I'm going to beat that. <laughs> she just left here flying out the door in a hurry. No, she didn't. I'm going to that. <laughs> I can't. Oh, Lord, baby. Are you serious? I'm serious, baby. I'm Ooh. serious. Your check has not bounced. Go on in the church Sunday and let's, Wait a minute. let's, let's, we're going to, we got a lot to pray you for, for you. You done called me and I've been, oh my God, I've been <laughs> cursing, oh my God. But okay. y'all need to stop this, y'all get people <laughs> upset. <laughs> Let me ask you one more thing though, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey <laughs> morning show. Y'all need to stop this. <laughs> now cut that out now. <laughs> You don't bounce checks at the church. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know how quick the church check clear now? Do you know they clear on Sunday now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. The very next they day. Are, uh, they can, uh, take bank <laughs> they be in there. All right, Miss Ann is coming up next with our national news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, well, well. <laughs> Welcome to Steve Harvey's Daytime Story. Hi, Uncle Steve. Hey, Uncle Steve. Hi, boys and girls. Hey, Uncle Steve. And today's daytime story is all about candy. Oh, yeah. candy. What baby candy. don't like candy? I love candy. Oh, candy is wonderful. It's wonderful. It decays your teeth. It does things. It's the reasons dentists are as rich as hell. Oh, it's all right. Don't worry about that. That ain't the last time you're going to hear Wait till you do something wrong. <laughs> oh, you're going to get cussed smooth out. Well, gather around, boys and girls. I'm going to tell you about the people who work on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'll be using names of actual candy, and I will describe everyone on the show. Let us start with Shirley. She's a peppermint patty. Oh. Now, in order to get that Kit Kat, you got to have a big 
payday. It's like you're a psychic or something, Uncle Steve. Yeah. He's using that baby talk. You got to have a big payday, like a hundred grand. Ain't got the money. You just a milk dude. Nailed it, Uncle Steve. All right, Shirley. Hey, let's move on. Then there's Carla. Oh, my little almond joy. Dog chocolate almond joy. Uh-uh. And she's married to old Henry. Old Henry. And they got together and compilated and had themselves a little baby Ruth. <laughs> little baby Ruth is at the house. But some days, if you cross her, it can go really bad for you. Yeah. She becomes a real sour patch. <laughs> but on her best days, you can hear her in the background just being a jolly red. Well, then there's Junior. <laughs> we like to call him Junior Mint. Most days he just sits over there and he snickers. <laughs> Bust out in old Laffy Town. <laughs> <laughs> now, Junior is a part of the Three Musketeers. Uh-huh. That would be Tommy, Jay, and Junior. Yes. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Speaking of Tommy, Uh-oh. Tommy can be a real dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes you get an attitude, he's just a real sour talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then when he snap extra hard, he becomes a salted almond. <laughs> I'm kill <laughs> Then there's the newcomer to the show, J. Anthony Brown. He's a diabetic. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So that makes him what? A sugar daddy. <laughs> oh. oh wow. Oh, and that leaves me. Used to be my favorite candy too. I'm just a big old box of good and plenty. <laughs> With a lot of zeros behind my chest. Some days I'm an almond joy, Uh but no matter what, I'm dynamite. Mm. CEO, which means I'm the big boss. This has been Steve Harvey's Daytime Stories, the Candy Edition. Ladies and gentlemen, our very own voice of reason, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, Steve. Good morning, everybody out there. This is Ann Tripp with the news. In Houston, Texas, $100,000 being offered for information leading to the arrest of the white man who drove alongside a black woman and her four children and fired into her car, killing a seven-year-old girl. Police say the mom was driving her children to a convenience store to buy juice on the second to last day of the year when a white man in a red pickup just started shooting at them. Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez says they're looking for this guy. Our investigators have been working around the clock, making sure we're following up on those leads and also being proactive. We're also working very closely with partners from different agencies uh, out there as well as local, state, and, and federal partners as well. So our top priority is to bring justice for Jasmine and also that uh, we get this uh, killer 
off our streets. The Porsche Washington was hit in the leg. Her little daughter, Jasmine Barnes, was fatally shot in the head. And now police in Wichita, Kansas, say that a former male model who calls himself Trace Riff has been charged with a racist and really cowardly crime. They say Riff is accused of kicking a one-year-old little black boy. The black child was one years old, kicking him to the ground, going on a racist rant, calling him the N-word and all that, and saying, I'm a, I'm a white supremacist. A local t- a chapter of the NAACP and the Anti-Defamation League condemning the act. The crime is being investigated by the FBI and the local police. Meanwhile, a little boy and his 11-year-old sister, who was with him at the time, are afraid to leave the house, afraid to go out. Congress is now back in the session. The Senate is still controlled by Republicans, but now the Democrats are in control of the House, and the first woman ever to be named Speaker of the House has now won the position again. The Honorable Nancy Pelosi of the state of California, having received a majority of the votes cast, is duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives for the 116th and she says she wants to get to work right away, and they are. Meanwhile, at least three Senate Republicans, get this, three Senate Republicans are calling on the Congress to work out a deal with the Democrats to end the government shutdown and without an agreement on Trump's border wall, if need be. Looks like it's kind of dead on arrival in the Senate, though, because Senate Leader Mitch McConnell says if the water wall money's not in there, he's not dealing with it. And the president's certainly got, not going to sign the bill. In Florida, authorities say two 18-wheelers and two cars crashed into each other yesterday on I-75 near Gainesville. There was a huge explosion and fire. At least seven people were killed, including some children. That, again, Florida uh, outside Gainesville. New mommy Serena Williams has been voted top female athlete of the year by the Associated Press Sports Writers. This is, by the way, the fifth time she's been so honored. And finally, today is National Spaghetti Day, but what's spaghetti without the proper topper? Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Yes, and I could really use a spicy meatball right now with a little bread. Mmm, garlic bread. Anyway, this has been Andrew with the news. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, guys, listen to this, uh, Tommy Jr. Uh A California teenager found a purse with $10,000 inside, okay, and decided to be a good Samaritan and return it. His name is Rami Z. He was driving home from school when he noticed a black bag in the middle of the road. He was driving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He searched uh, the purse to find the owner's info and was shocked to see the money, shocked to see the $10,000. When he couldn't find the owner's number, he and his parents turned the bag into the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Office. Sheriff? What? What What is the sheriff? (laughs) The sheriff? Yep. The law? (laughs) Yes. Why Uh, would I drag the law into this? Rami Z (laughs) is 16 years old, Steve. Why would I tell my mom and dad about it? What is they doing? What is they doing, though? Okay. When yeah. I was 16, uh-huh. if I'd have found $10,000, it would have been a brand new Maverick in the driveway. Because <laughs> okay. you could get a brand new Maverick back then for about 6800 What? Yeah. I'd have had a brand new Maverick. Wow. Back I'd have left day. blue with the black vinyl top. <laughs> what? Down. Yeah. He's 16 years old. He says, now listen to what he says. You may agree or not. But he says, to me, I figured this is the right thing to do. Mm. If well, the, you figured wrong. He, well, listen, this is what, what else he said, Steve. If the, what he figured. If the roles were reversed and I had lost something with a significant sum of money inside, I know I would want it back for sure. Well, you still be wanted. <laughs> You have to do better. Keep up with your you things. Don't even <laughs> yeah, you finna learn your ass a ten thousand dollar lesson. Yeah, is what you finna do. See, people don't understand when they got a blessing standing right in the face. <laughs> 
Well, well okay. Eventually, the well, police officer. Well, what, Carla? Well, he did the right thing. Yeah, According to who? I think he did the right thing. It I wasn't his money or money. his dad. When you find something, it's yours. That's right. Oh. Not necessarily. Okay, well, Would listen, you... listen. They found the owner. The police found the owner. The sheriff yeah, found so the owner. Oh. The owner I'd have got you. I'd have got you that purse back. But the stuff oh, you could have had the purse and the ID. The owner was no grateful. Let me show you how grateful the owner was. The owner gave Rami $100. Oh. See, right there. What? See, right there. See? Right I had there. 10. I'd have had a whole new Gucci wardrobe. <laughs> You in the now. middle of the school year. <laughs> <laughs> when I walked back in them halls. I'd have bought the house across the street from my mom. Yeah. Uh-huh. You would have left your parents. The, the owner believes she left her purse. You know how sometimes when you're getting in your car, your hands are full, you might have something in your hand and you put it on your roof of the car. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you I'm forget. You get in the car and you drive $100. away. Yeah. Do and you know how many girls I'd have been treating down at Dippy's Wings? <laughs> Down where? Dippy's Wayne Shop. Uh-huh. If I find $10,000, I'm going to be the most popular, <laughs> ugly ass dude at the school. Man. I might be ugly, but I got 10 grand. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for comedy it. roulette I with Steve, it. Jay, Tommy, and Junior. Uh, come on, Jay, quickly set this one up. For Every us, week, it's the same thing. <laughs> you test our comedy ability. Yeah. Put five subjects on the wheel where the wheel stop. We'll let it rip because that's what we do, baby. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> and here are the five subjects. Thank you, Jay. Number one, people who don't like plantains. That's me. That's me. Oh, Don't bananas. put that on my plate. That is not a banana. <laughs> All right, number two. Stop lying. You're smoking something. Not like okay. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, number three. Whiskey breath. For <laughs> yeah. people who get, in, get on other people's nerves. That's number four. Yeah. And number five, I thought they were dead already. I they were dead Let's already. do that one. That's certainly right there. That's certainly. That's certainly. I thought they were dead already. She say that all the time. Uh, all right. Spin the wheel. Come on. Come on. Let's go with the wheel. See where it stops. Dead already. Dead already. Uh, uh-oh. What you got? Stop lying. You smoking something. Oh. Yeah. Oh, let, me, let me start this off. I know you smoking something. We've been at this light for an hour and a half. It has changed, and you ain't moved. Everybody is passing us, and we still sitting here. And you got that dazed look on your face. You on something. Don't tell me you ain't on nothing, right? No, no, no. I know exactly what you mean. Some of these people in my family. Somebody got on the phone with me and said, I'm 36 months pregnant. I said, hey, I know you smoke something. That baby three. Okay. Put your put your put the phone to your stomach. Let me talk to this baby. I know you smoke something. uh, Hold on, hold on. I asked you, I asked you. Who you went to the party with, and you said it was you and Scooby Doo. You smoking something? All right, you really smoking you something? You own something, man. <laughs> <laughs> you leave out somebody's house, uh huh, 
and you get to the stairway and you head down the steps and you look back and your boy just standing there looking at them steps and you gotta go, come on, dog, it's just some steps. <laughs> come on, dog, these yeah. is just steps. <laughs> down. Man, what the hell going on? Yeah. Just steps. Yo, no, I had a dude do that one time. Just stopped at the step. I said, boy, your ass so high. Come on. Man, man, man. Mountain. Yo, come on. You ain't high, but your eyes are crimson red. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. You ain't smoking nothing? Nothing? Your eyes are crimson red. You mm. smoking something, man. Now, Come on. I'm going to tell you, I'm tell you, you know, they really smoking something. <laughs> when they've been missing for two weeks, uh-huh. <laughs> and they come back like they just left 15 minutes ago. Okay, no, no, you smoke something. You, yeah. Where you been? Everybody looking for you? I know they smoking because they always show up right before the holiday. Uh. Mm, no, 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 here it is. When you decide you're going to wash your hair, you go in the bathroom. There's a uh. sink there, there's a bathtub there. Why are you in the toilet shampooing your hair? <laughs> yeah, dog, you, 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 you smoking, smoking something. something. Oh, you smoking yeah. something. You smoking something. You what are they on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> okay, come on, you Steve. You sitting around with your boys talking. Uh-huh. He waits till everybody get through and he say, you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to go on and buy that new Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What? The million dollar car? Uh-huh. What? The million dollar car? Uh-huh. You can afford that? That's a cool million. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A Bugatti. Boy. <laughs> He's smoking something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. You tell me you ain't smoking them, but there's a lot of little dot, little hole, little burn holes on everything you own. Everything. You take one shirt out, it's got burn holes on it. You pull another shirt out, it's got burn holes on it. Your car seat, burn holes everywhere. Everywhere. But you ain't smoking that. I got one for you. This is how you know you're smoking. Man, Janet Jackson came to see my place. Okay, okay, okay. He was there, man. I ain't got a picture of nothing. <laughs> we'll be back with Have You Tommy's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, we have today's crazy strawberry letter. But right now, come on, nephew, what you got? Prank phone call. Carla, you know about this, and I know about this, because my little girl's a cheerleading, yours is too. This yeah. right here, mm-hmm. bottom of the pyramid. Your baby's too yeah, big. Yeah, don't get mad, because, you know, your baby, we your baby's 14. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, phone. Steve, I love it. Come on, Jay. What did you say? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Let's not try that again. The big baby's too big, all right? Big baby on the bottom, all right? Here we go. The little go. baby can't hold a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> bottom of the pyramid. Here it is. Hello? 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 Yeah, can you hear me? I'm trying to reach uh, Angela. Angela... Hang on just a second. Let me turn it down. Okay, hi. Who are you trying to reach? I'm trying to reach Angela. Is this Angela? Oh, yeah, this is she. Hi, Angela. This is Chip. Chip, I'm the uh, new camp director for the cheerleading camp for the summer. Oh, hi, Chip. What can I do for you? Just wanted to give you a courtesy call. Your daughter, you got her signed up for four weeks uh, with the camp, uh, right? Yep. 
for June. Okay. Yep. This is you guys' third year being a part of the camp? Yep, and she's really excited. She loves coming to the camp, and we think it's a great thing for her to be involved in. What's up? Okay, you guys just finished the whole cheerleading season, too. Am I right, the competition season? Yes, just coming oh. off of that. Right, right. Okay, well, we're getting ready for the summer. You know, everybody's excited about coming out and being a part of what's going on. So here's what I wanted to give you a, a little bit. Like I said, I'm the new camp director. I was uh, just starting uh, this job. I got a few notes that um, that were given to me about um, about. So I wanted to give you a call and see if I could talk to you about it. A few notes given to you about. Yeah, just a couple what? notes. I don't think it's anything that we can't make sure what? is okay. What kind of notes? Well, it's been brought to my attention that some of the parents whose daughters are out there as well, they're going to be there this summer, are a little concerned uh-huh. about her being uh, on top of the pyramid, that she's uh, is, is, is a little heavy. Should she? Uh, what? Wait, what wait, 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 hold, hold, hold. You calling me about some some other parents and saying about how big my child is or how much my child weighs? Is that what well, you're calling what, me about? What, what I wanted to let you know is, is we're going to put her as a, a base. Or oh, no, put her as a, as a, as a, oh, no, you ain't going to put no base. I don't already paid my money. And what you say your name is, Chip? And um, how long have you been the director? Because I was just up there two weeks ago. And they told me that she was going to be in the same position that she was last year because that is what worked. That's the formation that worked. So I don't even know what well, you're talking well, about. Well, supposedly the, some of the girls are complaining that she's too heavy to hold up. So that, that seems to be the problem in there. They're not getting a strong enough pyramid. And I'm going to Now, wait a, a minute. Uh, wait a, wait a, a minute. I know well she ain't the biggest one out there. Have you been out there? My child is not the biggest child out there. When did I you start? I, because obviously just, you like have I, not seen these cheerleaders. Huh? It is somebody sumos, I felt. Okay, hang on a second. Angela, I want you to calm down a bit. No, now, I ain't nobody going to calm down because I didn't already pay my money. And this is that I be talking about. What parents? What parents and said something? Is it, uh, is it Karis? Ma'am, I'm not, I'm not going to state who it is, but let's just say it was several. Who of these parents has got something to say about my child and her position on the cheerleading squad? Because if you ain't finna fuck up no names, then I don't understand what you're calling me about. I'll tell you one thing. When she get out there, I done paid my money. She better not be on no base. She better be in the air. I guarantee you that right now. I done been hanging with these all season. And ain't nobody said nothing to me about and her weight and all this. Okay, Angela, can you hear me? I just wanted you to hear me clearly. I haven't seen these young ladies yet. Once I see them, I will critique what I think. You don't even need to be calling me because you ain't even seen nothing. So you calling me with some he said she's from some other parents that's been skinning and grinning in my face and they now one of these said nothing to me. They done been in my house. We done had parties over here with this competition every weekend, every other day, and they couldn't say nothing to me about my baby? I tell you what, why don't you call your girls on the three-way, Mr. Chip? If you can't call them on the three-way, never mind, I got them numbers. I call them on the three-way. Okay, okay, okay. Ma'am, all I wanted to do is make you aware of the possibility that she may be a back Well, thank you. You have made me aware, and I guarantee you that if I bring my big yellow up there and come to the practice, I guarantee you she won't be no base. How much you want to bet on that, Mr. Chip? Look, you're going to quit hollering at me. Now, I told you I would try to take a look at these girls, but I tell you what, your daughter's going to be a base or she's going to be a back support, whichever I decide she's going to do. Who in the f*** do you think you hollering at, Mr. Chip? You are, That's you not how this going to go down. 
No, you that's not how they send it all down. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Mr. Chip, are you at the registration table today? I'm, I'm, I'm here now while people are registering. Yes, I am. Let me turn this around. I tell you what, I'm on my way up there. Why don't you and them parents that's been complaining, why don't all y'all come to the table and we don't have come to Jesus meeting about where going to be for this coming up season? Because I'm not going to tolerate this. I done told you, I done paid my money, and this high is going down. That's gained weight. What, what the is it to you whether the gained weight or not? What does that have to do with her cheerleading? Do you agree that probably bigger than most of the girls on the team? Not bigger than most of the girls on the team. Uh, Monique's daughter is bigger than and she wasn't no base last year. They hyped up up so she gonna get up too. We all just gonna be big and plump up in the air. I done turned around and I'm headed to your little tracing table. Okay, so you better be ready. You better be ready. Before, before you get here, there's something else I need to tell you. You ain't gotta tell me a thing. All you gotta do is have you and the parents around that table when I get there because I'm on my way up there right now. Then y'all can say all y'all gotta say in my okay, face. Okay, well I wanna oh, before you get before you get here, I just wanna let you know. Oh that this man, is, what? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Who this is on this phone? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you just say? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh. <laughs> I'll be God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Who put you on? Rochelle. There's another parent named Rochelle. She told me y'all are good friends out there. Oh, she got oh, so she want to prank call, huh? All right, we're gonna see. The season start. My hotter daughter uniform. She ain't gonna be able to perform. A fat will be looking for hers. How about that? Since y'all want to prank call me? Oh man, hey, let me ask you something, baby. What is the baddest? And I mean, the baddest radio show in the land. <laughs> None other than the same Hollywood show. She wasn't having it. No, she was not, not having no, it. She, she wanted was cheer balls like me. Yeah. <laughs> very vocal. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Steve, Jay, they they take it so serious, man. I've been to the cheerleading competition. They yes, do. we do. These parents, man. I don't know if they didn't get to be the chili that they wanted to be. And That's they, not it. Uh, what is it called? Because y'all, y'all trying to live I through these kids. I look at it kids. this way. My daughter had had a little problem with my son playing, my grandson playing basketball. If you don't speak up for your child, nobody else will. That's right. And that's basically what it is. That's, Thank that's you. all it is. Mm-hmm. You, just, we don't want, you don't want your child to get played. You ain't going to play. No. Jay, if your baby won 30, your baby can't be at the top. My mama, if you heard me, she going to talk about your baby. <laughs> that's it. Trying not, to throw a fat ass in there. Ain't nobody babies. I know you broke two of the baby's arms trying to catch this little fat heifer. Tell you what, we just all get in line and let her just walk by. How about that? Just let her walk by. Do, do you got for why? Why she got to chill? Yeah. Why, why she be a flag girl? You know, Alabama State got the honeybees. Why don't she join the honeybees? I don't give a damn if she ain't but eight. She's still big enough to be a honeybee. Are the, are the flag girls always a little thicker? Oh, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No. No, they'd be nice, man. I, 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 I like this something for all of the women to be able yeah. to do. You know, you can't just, everybody Kirby can't be the little bitty size of zero and nah, two. Can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Right. I've always so, liked the flag. I like the honeybee. Hey, Jay, can I borrow your megaphone? You know. What you need me to say, I'll take it. What is it? <laughs> Competition. <laughs> all right, we got the strawberry letter coming up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. But before we get to it, let me just let you know that if you have an issue, if you need some advice, please write to us at steveharveyfm.com. Right, Steve? That's right, because we take these letters seriously. (laughs) 
And if you could just send us something. Come on now, don't let us down. Yeah, we could be reading your letter live on the air one day. Maybe today. This could be you, all right? SteveHarveyFM.com. Send all your letters there, all right? All right, nephew, let's go. It's time. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you, the strawberry letter. Subject, they don't make them like they used to. Dear Stephen Shirley, I want your honest opinions. I'm young and I have a great job, my own place, and I'm happily single for now. Here's my issue. I don't think a strong, independent woman should stand by a broke man or wait for him to reach his full potential. People always say I should not overlook a man that falls short financially. But I prefer to remain strong because... I am not afraid of being alone. So many women go through the emotional struggles of being with a man just to say they have a man. So is it selfish for me to live my own life and continue to pray for the man that God will send to me? I understand that men are natural hunters, so once they see what they want, they will keep pressing for it. How do I know that a man's intentions are genuine and he's not looking for the come up? What if he's a really great guy, but he's living check to check? I have been in these types of relationships before, and they each ended up as a waste of time and energy. Don't get me wrong, I've been broke before, so I'm not downing anyone. Now that I'm doing much better and I'm able to take care of myself, if it's bad that I don't settle for half a man just to say I have a man, seems like more men are looking for someone to take care of them now. I'm not bashing all men, but what's really going on nowadays? Well, I mean, you know, you're perfectly, of course, within your rights to feel how you feel. Uh, You said you're not bashing all men. You're just, you know, talking about the kind of men that you don't want, which is a good thing. I think you know what you do want. Uh, You you say you've been broke before. You're not downing anyone. You want to... Uh, be with someone you don't want to settle. I, I think that's perfectly fine. You shouldn't settle. You shouldn't settle. If you're truly praying for the man that God wants to send to you, then that's what you should be open to. Uh, you'll know when it's the man that God sends God send for you because he'll be a godly man. Uh, yeah, men are natural hunters. Steve used to talk about that on the show all the time. Uh, but... I think what you need to stay close to is what you're praying for, is you're praying for God to send you the man that you want. But just make sure you're everything, you know, make sure you're whole and, uh, uh, you know, you're a good person and you're a good woman. You have something to offer the world and a man. Okay, don't just look for a man to come and and make you whole already be whole okay it's okay for you to be strong and independent and all of that stuff just you know if you're really praying for a uh, god to send you a man just wait for that all right steve well this is a a weird letter yeah because she's saying a couple of things uh first of all i wish i knew how old she was because this has a lot to do with it now you know, if you don't think that a strong, independent woman should stand by a broke man or wait for him to reach his full potential, then you feel that way. But let me say, tell you something. You're saying a broke man. You said you've been in relationships with people who live check to check. Uh, let me say something to you. The majority of people are living check to check. That's a financial fact. Check to check don't mean you're broke. It means you're in a situation where in three checks you could be completely out. Well, most people live that way until they pull it together. 
If you're looking for a man that's already made what you haven't said directly in this letter, but what appears to me that you've said in this letter, that you want somebody that's already made, then get in line. Because that line is going to be long. And if you're young, there are men who are in the building process. It takes men uh, some time to pull themselves together. It just does. A man that's in their 20s, it's going to be hard to find a guy that has it together in his 20s. It's going to be hard. Because that's the learning phase of life. So, ma'am, you've said quite a lot in this letter. Now, is it true that some men are looking to be taken care of? Yep, yep, that's true. They're easy to spot. Because they looking to be taken care of. They don't want to pay for the dinners. They don't want to pay to take you out. They ain't looking to sponsor no trips. They ain't looking to, okay, what? You know, what are you talking about? Now, for guys living check to check and trips ain't really available right now, maybe once a year, but he's doing everything else he can that men do, then you might have a good prospect that you're passing on because he's not made yet. Men who have means. Just because a man got money don't make him a good man. Uh-oh. True. Okay. Uh-oh. Did I just say that? Uh, yes, you did, yes, sir. You did. Yes, you did. Just because a man got money don't make him a good man. So now you can pass up on these other men who may have better qualities and less funds and go for the funds and get the less quality man. Also, you said you're asking God to send you a man. If that's the case, what's the letter for? Huh. See, this is how I read letters. And Shirley's right about several things she said in, in her comment to you about it. Now, look, you, you can be by yourself. But who really want to be by themselves, though? I mean, let's just have an honest conversation. Put your hand down, Jay. Other than his bitter ass. (laughs) Evil, distraught, old ass, don't ran over, used and abused guy like that. Other than that, who don't want to be alone? Everybody wants somebody. Then you say, how do I know that the man's intentions are genuine and he's not looking for the come up? Like I told you, it's easy. He going to want a lot of stuff. What if he's a really great guy, but he's living check to check? If I were you, I would sign up for that. Because that really great guy, hard to come by. He ain't going to always be living check to check now. Great guys turn it around eventually. Great guys become great men, become great fathers, become great husbands. All right, Steve. Money don't determine none of that. Am I preaching to you? Yes, you are. Amen, amen, amen. 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 And you can preach some more. Part two of your sermon coming up uh, at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's get to part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. They don't make them like they used to is the You know, I was talking about this young lady who's saying too many contradictory things in her letter about coming up. She's talking about, uh, you know, majority of people living check to check. 
some men are looking to be taken care of. Uh, I told her that a man that has money don't make him a good man. Uh, you're going to have to, would, should I take a man who's living check to check, but he has great qualities? Yeah, because he's on the come up. It takes a long time for a man to get it together. And on the break, I was reading another line she said that was quite contradictory. <clears throat> she said, don't get me wrong. I've been broke before, so I'm not downing anyone. Okay, you got that line, Shirley? I do. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. I I've been it. broke before, so I'm not downing anyone. Mm-hmm. Then she said, now that I'm doing much better and I'm able to take care of myself, here's the contradiction. Is it bad if I don't settle for a half a man just to say I have a man? Now, you just said, hmm. you've been broke before, so you're not downing anyone. Now you telling me because if a man don't have his finances together that he's half a man? Wow. Sister, let me let me let me let me help you understand something. You are setting yourself up for a contradictory life. A man's money has nothing to do with his level of manhood. Some of the best men I know and have known in my life have far less than I have right now. But I have the utmost respect for them. Love and admiration. I am constantly in a quest to become my father. All day. I'm just trying to be slick hard. That's all I'm trying to be. The hardest working man I ever knew. The best husband and the best father I've ever seen. This dude was there. He didn't miss a beat. He didn't miss a beat. That's all I'm trying to be. My daddy ain't had a tenth of the money I got. But he's the best example of manhood I ever saw. So, sister, I think you're wrong. And I think you got to make an attitude adjustment. Now, you said something in the letter about, um, so is it selfish for me to live my own life and continue to pray for the man that God will send to me? Suppose... God sends you this really great man who's living check to check. Mm. Let the church say amen. 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 Amen, amen again. Amen. amen. Because amen. I just can't knock these cats that don't have it financially together. Because I got to tell you something. I was once that yeah, cat. Yeah, used to be that, yeah. I was that dude. I lived in a car for three years. Man, I'm pretty sure, man. I met a couple girls while I lived in the car. They ain't see the potential. I ain't blame them. And she wouldn't Mm-mm. have been in there with you for sure. Oh, no. Man, I ain't asked nobody to come get in this car with me either. <laughs> I knew I wasn't a good catch. But I hung in there. I just kept hanging in there. These men going to eventually get it together. Good men become good husbands, become good fathers. You're going to miss out on a good husband and a good father because he don't have a good check right now. But if he working and got a plan and putting it together, that's called potential. And yeah, you should marry potential. And yeah, you should hook up with potential because y'all can build something together. Everybody would love to meet Mr. Rich Man and go on and get their life made right off. But them, them numbers is few. So listen to me, ladies. It's already hard to find a good man. Now you're going to narrow the search to a good rich man? 
What? <laughs> Where they at? Only 5%. Here's a rate. Okay. Can I preach now? Yes, sir. Go, Go ahead. right ahead, preach. 5% of yes. the people make 95% of the money in the world. 5% mm-hmm. make 95% of the world. So now you want what? You cannot be looking for one of them five percenters. You know what kind of options they got? What kind? Ooh. <laughs> That's Girl, one of my favorite they sound. Favorite Girl, sound. They <laughs> yes, I they love shopping it. Hard. They want to shop. <laughs> Do you understand me? Mm-hmm. They shopping how they want to shop. They got options. Don't put yourself in that position. Find you a good man with some great potential, and y'all go on and build a life together. Stop looking for these rich dudes because you ain't the only one. That line is long, and they take advantage of the long lines. They interview a lot of people. Yes. What is wrong with you? They're not that long. Thank you for the strawberry letter. If you have a letter, a condition, a situation that you would like some help with, please send it to Steve Harvey FM.com. That's right. Steve Harvey FM.com. And we could be reading, dissecting, and helping your life. Or mm-hmm. we could make a complete mockery of your letter. It just yeah, depends. Like yesterday. Like, like yesterday, yeah. Yeah, yesterday was a mockery letter. Today was some serious help right here for women in need. Thank mm. you very much. Those are my remarks of the strawberry letter today. <laughs> you said if you got Sound a like condition. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a condition. Well, that's what An ailment. <laughs> a, 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 a ligature. <laughs> a, a siphonotic, epidemical silence. What? I like that. Siphonotic. Siphonotic. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you don't hear me now. I'm a, when we come back, I'm going to tell you this word I made up on uh, 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 Fanny Beach. Oh, really? <laughs> the whole damn crowd looking at me so crazy. <laughs> All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're, we're, we're still in the middle of this conversation, Steve. You asked us this question. How do we feel about um, your uh, our kids? Yeah, I'm not They're really still getting kids any help it. from y'all. On but this. what no, is it that you want, though? No, no, I'm not, no, I just want your honest opinion. Mm-hmm. You can't say. I was just wondering. I said, how do you feel about your children who are of age dating, being involved with their significant other wanting to come on vacation with you. Okay. I don't have a problem with that. It's, it's not a, yeah. It's, it's I, not. It's cool. It, it's, it might be fun. It might be a whole lot of fun. It's Man, like a family. Man, that ain't what y'all see. It ain't. It's not. We've been, but, we but thought you know about what? it. You know what? Because I was thinking, there's still, a, my baby's still a baby to me. You know what I mean? What? She, yeah, she is. I, I still. No baby. She's still my baby. You're 21. She's 21. Okay. She's still my so baby you, to you me. you would be cool with it? Because I would be uncomfortable with it. My, I only have a 10-year-old daughter, but she can't bring her boyfriend on trips with us. I, I guess it's just not a line. Not at 10. You just, well, you're not there yet, Carla. When not you, at when, 10. When, when, when she, she gets 21, older. 10 is unthinkable. And Tosh, Tosh.
Tosh will pop a gasket. Yeah. Having this yeah. discussion. Well. Because, you know, because of what we talked about, you're absolutely right. We're we're not, they're going to have sex. If they're having sex already, they're going to have yeah. it. That's not yeah. even the question. They're, let, let, they're let's let's take that off the table. Because let, let's, let, we, none of us are naive about that. Yeah. Right. Uh, my daughter's a, 21. Yeah. She has a fiance. I'm pretty sure he asked her to marry her for a reason. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're not being naive about that. Okay. Oh, hell no. Okay. They've actually met us places. Mm-hmm. But they're engaged. That's right. different. And this young and man has grown. means. Mm-hmm. You ain't no yeah. daddy. Can you fly us over here? Fly who? <laughs> I'm not finna fly no boy nowhere. I just mm-hmm. I want you to understand that. I'm not mm-hmm. finna give a man a quarter to impress you. Mm-hmm. As long as you ain't interrupting my sex while we on vacation, I'm pretty much fine with that. So you're cool with that? I'm, I'm I mean, what is the problem though? Seriously, I don't think I don't. If they're grown, they're 21, they're of age, they're legally grown. Yeah, dog, you asking this because you must don't want them now. Oh, no, 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 no. I really, I really enjoy Lori yeah. and her fiance. I, I, I mean, they're on. legally grown. So I actually like this young man. As long as you like them and they're you know. cool and you get along, I look at it like family time. But you, you said you, oh, okay. you took sex off of it. I so. was just asking y'all yeah. how you felt about it. I'm okay it's awkward. with it because okay. I've done it before. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. awkward for me mm-hmm. because it's just a fiance. If Question. you're not engaged and you're my daughter, no. He can't come. No. No. Yeah. He he has to provide you the lifestyle that he can promise for you. But if he can do that and they're not engaged. No. He still can't come. No, he can't. She could, but he but, can't. Mm, okay. If my sons is dating a significant other and I pay for my son to come, which I don't have to because they all work. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Except if it was Winton, because he's in college. Mm-hmm. If uh-huh. I pay for my sons have their own money, and they bring their significant other, I'm okay with that. So you're I'm not just, okay if it's my daughter. Different with the boys. So you're, yeah, you're just, it's just a double standard because it's boys. No, you're not it's, paying. It, no, I, don't, I don't know what you want to call it, double standard. It, I ain't doing that. No, well, but that is, is a double standard, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> it is. What you want to call it. Well, I'm just calling it what it is. Well, the boys okay. have to pay, though. They have to pay for their own girl to come. Yeah. So see, if they can pay, they can come. Why is he getting mad? I know. Yeah, you asked the question. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, well, now well, we're well, getting well, deeper well, into it. Wait, 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 wait. See, you're saying I have a double standard. You do. I don't. I don't know what you calling it that for. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm not. My daughter. Okay. I'm ain't bringing no boy on no damn trip. See. Okay. I'm calling it that because that's what it is. Because okay. you said the son could. Yeah. Your son, son could yes. come on vacation and he had a significant other. I'll allow that. But your that's daughter. Yeah, standard. that's come on. My daughter, because ain't no boy. Listen to me. <laughs> stop right. yelling. Here, I will if you stop yelling. Right I now. will okay. if you stop yelling. It's okay. See, 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 Tommy, right now, you're just dealing with Trey. He a boy. But soon as Sydney get of age, you, you, this, this, this tone I got, you gonna have this damn tone. Same exact tone. And if Shirley was a man, Shirley had exactly. This damn same if I tone. were a man, see, now I'm you not let a man. Tasha, who ain't but ten, get of this age and watch how Tosh handle yeah. this here. I'm just letting you know how you gonna feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is correct about. Oh, you well, gonna have you you gonna, you gonna have strong ass attitude about it like this. But it's still a double standard, yeah, what Steve. Ever. <laughs> 
I bet your black ass won't be on this boat. That's all we know. So everyone, all your sons can bring their significant others and your daughters are just by themselves on the boat. On the yacht. yacht. Don't talk to your mama. (laughs) (laughs) Talk amongst yourselves. Don't talk to your mama. (laughs) And and let me tell you something. Marjorie done told every last one of them. That's how your daddy feel. Uh-huh. What I can't, I I can't stop it. And what he not finna do is be uncomfortable on his vacation. Right. He not gonna be uncomfortable. I'm not gonna ask him to be uncomfortable. Your daddy work all year for this vacation. I'm not gonna ask this man to be uncomfortable because you wants to do this here. Your boyfriend got to be able to afford to take you to places that he could take. You. Well, if he, he finna gonna... sit up on your do- on your daddy dime. Listen. Well, let's I do thought this. We, I let's thought we this. said if he could afford it, he. Let's could not go. worry about these kids. He can afford it. He ain't coming over here, sure. Oh, okay. Let's not uh, worry about these kids. It's a double double standard. Why don't you take <laughs> us? <laughs> it's a triple yeah. standard. Hey, take so, us and our go. significant other. No, <laughs> I wouldn't take. You know what? To get an understanding of what's actually happening on this, we boat, need to take us over there and let us see it. Because we don't really know we exactly what you're saying. Let us just learn by example. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, our question for everyone is. Have you ever been fired, and what did you do? Let's start with you, Mr. Harvey. <laughs> Have Please. I ever been fired? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh-huh. <laughs> Have I ever been fired? <laughs> Come on, Steve. That's why the hell I had to get into comedy. I can't keep the job. <laughs> I know I got fired, man, because I just couldn't. Never, I never, you know, I, I don't take orders good. I've never been the guy. That wanted a boss. Every time I had an employer, I would look at him, and in two weeks, I never understood why this person was in charge of me. I've been fired. I've been fired for a lot of reasons. Like what? I got fired. Yeah. One time I got fired because I had a giant cleaning job. You know, I was vacuuming and, you know, shampooing carpets on the floors right before I opened up my carpet cleaning company. Mm-hmm. And at a cleaning company, the, the lady came in and ran it and handed me some gloves and said, you doing toilets tonight. Mm. And I said, Doing doing toilets where? And she said, here at this office complex. And I went in the bathroom and there's about, you know, about four toilets in there. And I don't I don't do toilets. <laughs> even even back then. I'm not I'm not cleaning the toilet. There's nothing wrong with it. Right. Nothing, I'm not not that I'm above it. I just got mm-hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. People that do that, I ain't got no problem. There's some great people out there earning a living. I'm not knocking that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not I'm not cleaning toilets. I, I don't want to. And so uh, <laughs> I just stood in there. I, I washed out the face bowl. You know, I mopped it, everything, mm-hmm. and I sprayed some spray on everything. Mm-hmm. And I came out. So her, it was her company, you know, so she went in there to check everything afterward. And she said, I don't believe these toilets have been cleaned. Did you clean them? I said, to the best of my ability. And she said, well, maybe your abilities wasn't good enough. I said, well, how would you like it done? She said, well, it just doesn't seem like anything's been done. I think you just sprinkled the uh, the uh, uh, disinfectant in it because it foamed up. And I think that's all you did. I said, well, yes, ma'am, but, I, you know, I did the best of my butt. She said, you take a brush, you scrub over the rim, and you scrub down the sides. That's when it's clean. You take that scrub brush, you go around. That's why you had these rubber gloves. Then you take these disinfectant cloths, and you wipe them off down and get all up under the seat. I said, right there, right there, right there. 
all up under the seat. <laughs> okay. You talking about what people ask me? <laughs> you said that. Yeah. To your boss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She said, yeah, and, and what is wrong with that? I said, ma'am, I did the best I could. She said, well, you don't need to be working here because you're going to be on toilets from now on. I took Ooh. them rubber gloves off. I said, thank you for the opportunity, ma'am. She said, no, 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 no. Don't quit. You're fired. <clears throat> mm-hmm. ah. I said, well, I can take it either way. As long as I ain't doing any damn toilets. <laughs> this is all I'm saying. It don't make no difference. And that was it, man. That was, that, was a, that was my first job I got fired from. Oh, wow. Uh, well, second job, second Second job. Jay. Yeah. Bunch of times. A lot of times. <laughs> I didn't mind having people over me, but I was trying to find a slick way to deal with it. So uh-huh. I'm working in this clothing store. I wasn't a tailor at that time, but it was my job to make sure they put new suits up. Mm-hmm. And Steve will tell you, suits come in big boxes, huge oh. boxes. Okay. Big enough that if you need a break, mm-hmm. you could get in a box <laughs> and, and go to sleep. <laughs> Uh-oh. And, and uh-huh. nobody would know you were in the box right? unless they heard you snoring in the box. <laughs> in the box. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I, I was in there. I was asleep. I was out. Uh-huh. Had the top over it. Right. And uh, somebody came back and said, there's a Negro. <laughs> <laughs> Not Negro. One, one of these boxes is snoring. There's <laughs> <laughs> a Negro snore? <laughs> and so you can look and see me in the box, uh-huh. right? And that's when I had to say, clean out my, my locker because I was in the box sleep. Yeah. <laughs> with, the Negro. <laughs> with, yeah. with the lid on. <laughs> oh, so it's I Negro. lost that job, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shirley? Uh-uh. You've never been fired? Not that I, no, maybe one time, one time, but it's not funny or good. They just said. Let us be the judge. No, <laughs> I got not. Go ahead, Steve. I worked at a pick and pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a stock clerk, and then, you know, mm-hmm. when it got crowded on Mother's Day, on Mother's Weekend, mm-hmm. which is the first of the month, that's what they call it, Mother's Day Weekend. That's uh-huh. when all the checks came out. That's the most mm-hmm. crowded of grocery store in the hood, right? Oh, so I'd okay. have to go up and I'd have to, uh, bag. I started off as a bag. I was really good. I could bag. I double bag everything. That, that, real neat packages right weight, everything. So every now and then we go in there. So I became a stocker. So I would stock the shelves. And this white guy named Leo worked in the dairy department. I used to go over there and ask him questions because I wanted to work in produce more than anything, man. Not country boy. I knew all the vegetables and everything. I knew how to mm-hmm. look. And so this dude named Leo worked in uh, dairy. And I was in produce talking to this old black guy that had been running produce for 20-some years. How he got the job, how could I get it? You know, I'm about, uh, about 16, 17 years old. And um, the dude, Leo, came up and started talking. He said, so what do you want to get in produce for? And I just said, well, you know, man, I've always been interested in it. He said, look, uh, dairy's where you want to be. Come back here and I'll show you. And, uh, we was going back there and we talking. He's showing me all the dairy stuff, and I ain't like, I don't want to work at that now. I said, man, I really like produce. And we're going back and forth. So he got a little irritated. Mm-hmm. Not that I was knocking the dairy department. It's just that I mm-hmm. wanted to work in produce, man. I didn't really want to be putting cards of milk on the shelf. I wanted to work with vegetables and stuff. And, he, and so then he kept on, and then finally, man, he said, oh, so what is it? You just, all of you just enjoy picking things? Uh-oh. Uh, mm. uh, <laughs> I said, I said, hold up, man. I said, what, 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 what you mean by that? Mm. 
I said, I, he said, I guess it's just inherent, though. You know, just want to pick something. <laughs> what? Inherent? <laughs> yeah, so that Jeff ass started right there. <laughs> 17. Yeah. I didn't punch him or nothing, but I was choking him. Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, assistant store manager was coming down That's the back better. step. We was in the store room, and I was, had his ass bent over some boxes choking him. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was your last day. day. Last day on the job. Yeah. Yeah. Give me your apron. This is inherent. Y'all like picking stuff. Yeah. I mean, the nerve. Yeah. He don't do that joke no more. All right. More of this crazy, ignorant show. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Let's go. We're back. Uh, what do we call this right here? Ball of questions. Ball, Ball of yeah, questions. Some... BQ. Just if <laughs> lifestyle, lifestyle enhancement. Time for some BQ. Yeah, right. this is BQ lifestyle enhancement. If I have the answer, I know someone yes. who does. I'll answer all questions. Anybody? I'm ready. Okay, Unc. Junior. I'm never did nothing like this for myself. Yeah. You know, I'm always looking out for everybody, but never did something for myself that's really, yeah, really nice. So, I want to take a trip, and I probably want to spend on the vacation about. Fifteen thousand. Yeah. Where is somewhere I can lay out my room? You know, that's good pay for that. Is that a, is that a lot for a vacation? How oh, that hell work? Yeah. Hell yeah! I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know what it costs. That's where I messed up at. I don't even know what it costs to have a good vacation. I might be over. I don't know. You're not over. No, you ain't never Trust over. Me. <laughs> no, 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 there ain't no such thing as over. No, you're not over. Because that fifteen right there would not cover a ball of sweet. Yeah. Okay. For a Ooh, night. For me, so you don't have to worry about that, but you can ball on 15. Okay, how'd I do that? If I were a 40-year-old guy that's never been out the country, I would go to Dubai. Yes. Because brother, brother, brother. It's so baller over there. So crime-free over there. It's just an experience people should see. So non-Trump over there. Okay. I think that, now so Africa up. is going to cost <laughs> you a bit more. Okay. You could do Dubai for 15? Yeah. Now yeah. you're going to have to fly coach. Oh, well, that, but cross-country that, coach I, is like not like going from. It, now, no, I don't no. recommend going there coach because mm, it's no. a 15-hour flight. The business yeah, is good, isn't it? Yeah, but business, business is great. Business is really good. That ticket is like, I think, I think business class, that ticket, I think, on Emirates, I think it's 13000 What is this? Business? Well, didn't the man just tell you he had 15000 Let me tell you budget, Junior. He, no, all he's doing is going down there, getting, getting in the airport and changing planes. You might have back. to go to the Bayou. <laughs> in New Orleans. In New Orleans. <laughs> okay. No, now, I, no I'm, that don't scare me. And then, you know, like, I can still go over there. Yeah, you could do no, it. Yeah, you yeah. can do it. You, But you're going forward, you should up just up your yeah, budget. Yeah, that's all. I'm going to just up the budget. So you want to fly business because you want to be comfortable. Part of your vacation is the travel. Right. See, people think the vacation starts when you get there. Your vacation starts when you walk out your job on that last day. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you So that. I try to make everything a vacation spot for me. If you don't want to go to Dubai, you can travel less and you could go, like for a single guy, Paris is not the spot. Why but, say that? Well, it you know, it's, it's shopping, it's romantic, yeah. it's mm-hmm. food, yeah. it's City restaurants. Love, you want to huh? share it with somebody. Right, right, right. Mm. You know, Paris is like that. But 
if you had to go out of the country as a single guy, for me, it's Dubai. Gotcha. But you know, that ticket, is that, that plane ticket, uh, uh, is that like a regular first class? Is business like first class? Oh, business is like first domestic, class. Okay. Now, okay, their so premium right. service, that ticket is about between twenty seven and 30000 <laughs> I, I can't do nothing when I get over there. What the hell? No. Nothing. I'm not even going over there with that. Exactly. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. When you know it's time to go back to church, it's time what? to go back to church. You, know, yeah. you know when it's time to go back to church. Okay. When you know it is time to take your butt back, back to, to church. church. Somebody need to lay hands on me yeah, right like now. Jesus. Re- Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, how did I get here? When you wake up and you with somebody and you don't know their name, it is time to wow. go back to church. Wow. Who who are you? Wow. Talk about backsliding. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. How long we been laying? <laughs> Why I got handcuffs on? <laughs> you got one, Jesus? Yeah, you know it's time to go back to church when you wake up and there's bite marks all over your body. Mm. Oh my- you can't explain none of them. Who? I'm doing too much. I'm doing yeah, too much. You know it's time to go back to church. You know it's time to go back to church, man. When you wake up and you got her phone on. God. <laughs> what the hell? We were Why do I have this song? And it's backwards. <laughs> you, you, got, you got the front part in the back. And the, and the back part in the front. <laughs> That's a crazy visual. Jesus help me. Yeah, that's a crazy visual right there. Dude, you got one? It's time for you to go back to church when you're starting to look at your boy's grandmama and starting to feel something. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so yeah. sorry. Uh, you need to go pray. Miss Gladys. Ooh, ooh, Miss Annette, you done something to me. I never felt this way like before. You know it's time to go back to church. When you see spank marks on your behind, and you don't know how they got there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you can't tell. Yeah. You can't tell. It's time to go back to church. Excuse me, did you, did you spank me? No, and it's a man hand. <laughs> That's pretty rough, yeah, Jack. That's pretty rough. That's yeah. pretty rough. What you got, dude? i tell you, it's another way you know it's time to go to church. This actually happened to me. I went the next day. When your lights, water, and gas get turned off on the same day, <laughs> you can't do nothing. Yeah, it's time to doing? go uh-huh. back to church. You know it's time to go back when you wake up and your whole chest is pierced. Oh! oh ouch! Yeah. And I get piercings on me. Oh, I need the Lord. Get it in is there. time to get go back to church. It's time for you to go back to church. You've been arguing with this fine girl for an hour and a half. Uh-huh. Trying to convince her that ain't no way y'all can be cousins. <laughs> It's time to go. We're not really cousins now. Come on. How you figure that? We're about down to the fifth. The fifth. All right, it's time to go back to church. You know, it's time to go back to church when you wake up with a tattoo that says Veronica. And you don't know nobody named Veronica. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's time to go back to church. <laughs> it's time to go back to church. When you start stalking anybody on Little Women in LA, <laughs> I'm talking about them everywhere they at. Tanya. Tanya is fine, though. She is fine. Hey, I'm over there looking for Tanya is fine. All right, uh, when we come back, it is time for closing remarks. Uh, we'll have a little something different for you. It's going to be closing remarks, but don't go anywhere. You're going to love this, okay? We'll be back at uh, 49 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Last break of the day. Uh, time for Steve's closing remarks. Okay, uh, today Tommy sent me something. Sent me a caption that I'm going to keep. Because I oftentimes keep uh, quotes in my motivational folder, in my photo stream. And I just look at them from time to time when I'm feeling a certain kind of way. Sometimes I just need a little uplift myself, you know. And Tommy sent me this today. <clears throat> and I'm going to share it with you. And it's going to me, cause me to expound on it a bit because it's something I really do believe in. It says, do not ask God to guide your footsteps if you're not willing to move your feet. Do not ask God to guide your footsteps if you're not willing to move your feet. You know, folks, it's very simple. God can put his finger on something to bless if you give him something to put his finger on. But you can't you can't ask God to do something and you're making no effort. Lord, help me get a job, but you ain't putting in no application. Lord, help me do right, but all you ever want to do is wrong. You just you just committed to wrong. You know, you 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 got to make a move in the right direction. You know, faith without works is dead. <clears throat> so what Tommy sent me, do not ask God to guide your footsteps if you're not willing to move your feet. It's something all of us, and all of us are guilty of it from time to time. Sometimes we get complacent. Sometimes we just get to feeling sorry for ourselves. You know, oh man, I guess it ain't meant to be. Oh Lord, what now? You know, look, man, you can complain your way through life if you want to, but you really have to make an attitude adjustment. You got to get two things moving, your attitude and your feet. Those two things have to get moving. You got to start taking steps. You may not know the way how to get to the finish line, but the finish line is somewhere it ain't where you at. The finish line is never where you're standing. So you got to start taking some steps. And once again, you may not know all the steps necessary to get to the tape, but you got to start the process, man. So like the caption says, stop asking God to guide your footsteps if you ain't willing to move your feet. You got to put it into motion. Look, it's just a dream when you're thinking about it. But you got to put some, you got to put your dreams to work. Motivation is when your dreams put on work clothes. You got to take your dreams and put work clothes on them, man. You got to start stepping in the right direction. You've got to make a move towards the light. You've got to step towards the finish line. You've got to start to get to where you're trying to get to. You got to get to go. You got to go to get. Period. You cannot stay that wherever you're trying to get to can't be right where you at. It can't be. It can't be. 
I'll give you, look, this, this, is a, this is a silly example. But let's say your family reunion is in Wyoming, which I know it's not. That's why I said And you drive to Wyoming. When you get to Wyoming and you reach Wyoming, the state of Wyoming, you still got to do something. Because where is the family reunion at? You just can't go to Wyoming. Well, I'm here, Lord. You here, you well. You, even when you get to where you say you're going, you got to move around. Let's say you get to the park where you're holding the family reunion and you get to the park. Once you get to the park, what? what? You got to do something? You're going to play softball, volleyball? You're going to sit on the tree, play domino? You're going to barbecue? You're going to make lemonade? You constantly got to be doing something. There is no, when you get there, you there, and there is no more movement required. There's movement required throughout your life. Because wherever you're trying to get to, it ain't where you at. I can promise you that. It's never where you at. I'm doing very well in my life. It ain't where I'm going. How, how would I be just, I'm here now, this it. This it. What? No more dreams, Steve. No more visions. You, you want nothing else. You, you, you here. This it for you. And it doesn't matter to me that people look at me and go, man, you got all this. I don't even see what you're tripping for. I ain't tripping. I just want to be more than I am. I'm really trying to be a better person. I really, really am. I'm not content with the person I am. I could improve. I could actually be a better person. So I'm in the process. God ain't through with me yet. He working on me. I'm trying. I'm better than I used to be. But I'm still got my feet moving. So I'm asking God to guide my steps. But I got my feet moving, man. Stop asking God to guide your footsteps if you ain't willing to move your feet. Can't happen. It's what you want. Come on, man. Stop that. You're being unreasonable to God. Guiding your footsteps and moving your feet down the path, that's two different things. You got to do that. You make one step, he'll make two. So if you don't make the one, you cannot expect him to make the two. He can touch you and bless you, but you got to give him something to bless. You got to do something. Can't sit at the house watching TV. That's it. Stop asking God to guide your footsteps if you're not willing to move your feet. Thank you, Tommy. That was my closing remark. Drop it. Okay. Boom. <laughs> Now that actually sounded like a mic. <laughs> that was encouraging. Yeah. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. 
These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 